everyone, welcome back to Cora Tattoos and Rosé, where we go through and discuss all things romanticy with Caitlin, Mads, and me, Blake. Um, apologies, Caitlin is still uh, not able to join us. That that little that little niece of hers, Mads. I I cannot wait. It's to gotta meet come her. eventually. She's gotta come. She's gotta come. But Caitlin's sister is probably just sitting there, like, okay, any day now, any day now, any day now. Um, but you do have uh, me, Blake, and Mads. But guys, we are joined by a very special guest. What? Honestly, uh, the books we're going to be uh, mainly discussing are the epitome of romanticy. They really are. So, honestly, this is fantastic. Um, we are joined by the lovely Lexi Ryan. And today, guys... Hi, so, thank you so much. <laughs> today, we're going to be talking um, These Hollow Vows uh, a lot. So, if you have not read These Hollow Vows, uh, just be aware there will be spoilers. Also, if you haven't, just, like, pause and go read it. Trust me, just go. Like, you need to read it. Um, and then we're going to uh, get some info and discuss the upcoming release literally in, I by the time this drops, less than 48 hours, uh, the Tuesday, yeah. July 19th of uh, These Twisted Bonds. Um, if you're anything like me, you've literally been counting down. Like, this has been on my upcoming release, like, list calendar thing forever. Um, so, again, we do curse a little sorry guys and we spoil things as i just said <laughs> so um just you know if you haven't read these hollow vows I'm, I'm telling you right now just pause come back trust me just trust me yeah i mean like if you haven't read it it's best it's best to just read yes. it without spoilers i do think oh. it's one that uh the the twists I, that sounds like i'm patting myself on <laughs> oh, the back the no. twists make it enjoyable i was gonna say that's um, not that's so, just straight truth these twists guys oh <laughs> But I have friends that like don't they want spo they want things spoiled like I my my friend my friend Audrey Carlin texted me while I made her read Akatar and she texted me while she was in the middle of the second book like asking questions about like <laughs> like I'm not telling you yeah like, she's like I need to know I need to know who she ends up with I need to know what happens I'm like this is not why we read uh, go enjoy she it would get along. come back to me she later she would get along with our co-host Caitlin <laughs> Caitlin is all about spoilers Caitlin already because she's like I think she started these hollow about I think and because she was asking questions and then like already she she did it with um what was the last oh House of Sky and Breath the Second Crescent City book all of them she literally because she knows Mads and I read quicker than her she'll be texting and she'll get mad I mean she'll get actually mad that we won't tell her things and she's like I'm asking no. Guys, these Hall of Vows is one especially, like, the, 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 oh, they're delightful. Well, I mean, at the moment they might be hurt, like, they might be painful for you to read, but they're delightful, okay? <laughs> um, so, without further ado, Lexi, uh, do you want to introduce yourself a little, and then we'll kind of hop in? Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, so, my name's Lexi Ryan, and I write uh, contemporary romance and romantic YA fantasy. My YA is considered mature YA meaning it's really written for that older audience the the upper YA slash the adults who like to read mm -hmm. YA um and uh I started out in contemporary romance well I actually started in paranormal romance way back in the day um but those aren't even available anymore so don't talk to me about them <laughs> um <laughs> Those aren't even available to buy when people are like, oh, I have this, but I'm looking for the second one. I'm like, where did you find this one? <laughs> but mostly my backlist is contemporary romance. And I started writing um, YA fantasy in 2018 when I just kind of got to be in my bonnet and needed to write something like bigger. And I don't know. I needed to kill off bad guys really is what it came down to. Like, that's I a, needed that. That's a vibe. We really <laughs> vibe. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. That actually, I was going to say that went... There's not a whole lot of that in contemporary romance. You don't get to, like... Yeah, that's that's more the dark like... romance era that you're getting into. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like some mafia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which can be fun to read, but definitely, probably, I'm not the girl to write that, so... <laughs> So uh, that I, I was gonna say that was kind of one of my first questions was kind of how was the shift from contemporary romance into this just super intricate fan fantasy world with uh, you know the the little bit of spice and some some fantastic uh, love interests as well. Um, it was good. I mean, I, I like writing both. I don't plan on leaving contemporary romance or YA fantasy anytime soon. Um, I'd like to venture into adult fantasy, but that's Ooh. like not even on Ooh. the schedule at the moment. Okay. I know, okay. Okay. I know. But I, it's Me as I salivate waiting like three or four years. I'm, I'm like, I'm slow. <laughs> and 
I'm splitting my effort. Um, but no, it was good. I find that like writing um, when I'm in the middle of a de- like right now I'm on deadline for my next contemporary romance and it makes me like, oh, I can't wait till I can write the fantasy. And when I'm writing the fantasy, I'm like, I can't wait till I can, you know, like because the grass is always greener, but it brings me like fresh eyes yeah. to whatever the next project is. And um it feels good and it keeps me excited about whatever it is I'm working on. So I've really enjoyed doing both though. It's hard because um, romance writers anymore are super prolific. They put out lots of books a year. I wasn't incredibly prolific comparatively before I would do like three a year on average, you know, occasional years I'd have four occasional years I'd have two, but like three was the average. Mm -hmm. And so now because fantasy is longer, even doing one fantasy and two romance is rough because the fantasies are longer. They're more intricate. They take a lot more um, time from my, from my brain. (laughs) So, um, so I am splitting my efforts, which isn't always the best thing, but luckily I have a big backlist. So I think I can, I gotta, I gotta ask, where did you come up with like the idea for like the world building and the plot or did it just like come to you? Well, I, I love like fairy tales and legends and um, myths. And I, I, I mean, like there's a lot of Irish mythology too that I looked into, but I was really trying to dig into like the Scottish fairy Mm -hmm. mythology and, um, you know, like, I'd just be like, okay, now I want this. And I'd like go and do some Wikipedia reading and be like, okay, what are the kinds of fairies we have here? And what are the kinds of monsters that are known for this? And you'd like, you fall down the rabbit hole and you stumble into cooler and cooler things and some things you think are going to be cool. And <laughs> so you change it to make it cooler, you leave it out. And then other things, it's like, oh, wow, I thought I was going in this direction, but now I've found, like, I love this thing. Um, So my brothers always played D&D. And so, like, listening to them fight monsters and, yeah, like, that was part of... My husband, I say my brothers used to, but my husband is 43 years old, 42 years old, and um, still plays D&D every other week with his buddies. Blake's been trying to get in on her husband's D&D game, (laughs) and it is not working well. My husband started a new D like uh, a new uh, campaign with his group, and like he was even like, yeah, we're looking for like we're gonna like looking into other campaigns that don't need more players. And I'm sitting there like, uh huh, I'm right here, me, me, and he's like, no, it's my thing, it's my thing. You have the podcast. So like every time he's playing, I'm like up against the door, just like, oh, that sounds fun. Oh, that's interesting. Wonder how that's going. And he won't let me. <laughs> so I completely, because they do. He, like, tells me afterwards, they have some crazy cool thing, like the, the creatures and everything. I'm like, oh, my God. I think, you know, I don't play. I, I tried when I was in college to play a little bit. But as a writer, I found, like, I'm like, you're using all of this creative energy. And then... <laughs> it's gone nothing happens like I want to like let's make it a nice story with a full arc and like I I I found it a little frustrating Mm -hmm. because I wanted I wanted the story and like they're there for the adventure like that's why they call them adventures and Mm -hmm. campaigns but um but yeah when you have that in your background and you have all the monsters and the abilities and the magic and the different um creatures and the different um races it yeah I can't buy it, honestly, is all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to, one of my is, uh, I love, I'm the same, uh, Mads is the same, is uh, the the fairies, like the fairy tales, the unseely, the seely courts, yeah. and um, yeah. Yeah. mine's always the creatures, too, like the monsters, just the, the kind yeah. of characters you run into, like mine for, in this book, and I don't know why I fixated, is, um, I think, back in, is that how you say it, back in? Bakken. Bakken. The hair. I don't know why, but I was like, oh, that's unsettling. I like it. And then every time he popped up, I was like, okay, okay. And I have to say, I like, um, because I saw like somebody when the uh, cover art was released for these Twisted Bonds, um, is her, uh, Bree's hair being shorter. And I was like, ah, I know, I get it. Like right away, I was like, she had to give it all away. And I was like, oh. And I loved like that fed into like the differences in the cover art and everything like that. But he was one, again, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know what it says about me, but I instantly was like, because that is a big thing. You always, like you, uh, like nails or hair, things like that in fairy tales, you don't want to give any like of your essence to someone. And I was like, yeah. So like when she kept, and I was, I'm, I'm curious what happens in the sequel with him because I'm like she is giving him a lot of hair 
And I'm like, I don't know if this is good or bad. But part of me is like, it doesn't matter because that means I get to see him more because he fascinates me. So Bakken is so cool. I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but mm-hmm. um, my best friend from high school uh, saw that, you know, there was like a, a team bash, team thin kind of back and forth. And she texted me and she was like, everybody has it all wrong. I'm team Bakken. <laughs> I hope she ends up with Bakken, and she's just like, this is why I don't write romance. <laughs> well, as you can tell from Blake just casually signing that in her name, she's definitely Team Bash. For now. I said maybe. I said maybe. And there's – my reasoning is uh, – I, I was telling Madison, I was like, I don't know what this says about me, is um, I liked – like, obviously, like, throughout the book, you know, the Moody Finn. Moody Finn. I like that. I like that vibe. But then Bash, I was like, you know – he still seems to let, like love her. He's doing things. All three of them. That's one of the things Maz and I loved was like all three of them are very much they they care for each other. Well, not Finn and Bash, but you know what I mean. In the triangle, and but they still put their ultimate goal, whether it's their people, their court, or their sister, above anything else. Yeah. But and because of that, I'm gonna say maybe I'll justify it that way. Is at the end with the whole craziness with Bash, I was like, huh. And then I told Madison, I was like, I don't know what this says about me. Before that, I was leading, like, more Finn. I was. But then after that, I was like, I don't know. That was a pretty big betrayal. Pretty sneaky. I like it. <laughs> and then it turned me his way. And I was like, I don't know if that's how I'm supposed to be. <laughs> you you feel however you want to feel. I love that, though. Because, I mean, like, um, the, <laughs> the betrayal at the end is core to who he is and what he believes, mm-hmm. right? Like, so... The idea that, like, I don't think you can be Team Bash without being like, I get it. Like, I totally mm-hmm. get it. Um, and also, like, way to not just be a mama's boy. Um, <laughs> you know, I, yeah. Yeah, queen. I always, queen like, am reluctant Ooh. to say too much because sometimes, like, my interpretation is a little different. But So I don't ever want to be like, this is how you should read yeah. these characters because – Readers, uh, writers don't get to do that. Like, that's what, like, you don't get to, I used to be an English teacher and I tell Same. my kids, you don't get to stand over their shoulder and tell them how they're supposed to interpret your words. You don't get to do that. No, I was going to say, so Matt, did you teach? Yeah. I, I used to teach. Yes. I used to teach. Awesome. Yes. That was and, and you're like, and now I'm free and I don't have to grade I mean, anymore, kind of, kind of, like a little <laughs> bit, like a little bit. Yeah, Cause same. I was an English yeah. teacher and those papers, they take a while. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was going to say that. Yeah. I'm like, actually still better about all the grading like I'm gonna gonna say though I like I'm of the mind can I choose both you know like good bad betrayal like I'm just like I'm like I can't decide I am terrible I've gotten those emails too like the um hey I know you don't normally write reverse harem but just (laughs) Just, uh, honestly I'm bit I'm a big reverse harem person so like if you ever felt the need even if it's just a, a fun little bonus content I little fa- little fanfic little fanfic <laughs> fanfic on the side I wonder who this fanfic writer is uh, her name is Ryan Lexi interesting interesting <laughs> <laughs> no I do I was gonna say always like I I always am um I'm either with like love triangles it's either I love it or I hate it and so I'm always like oh which way this one you did this perfectly because like Maz just said it's like I can't decide fit bash fit bash and the only reason I'm and I even put maybe question mark with bash is literally that betrayal at the end I was like that was hardcore I like it like that's literally how I ended <laughs> so I guarantee probably like 15 20 pages into twisted bonds I'm gonna be like well I don't know I see like I feel like I'm gonna start it but I'm such a sucker for anyone with a bond I don't give a shit what kind of bond it is but I'm a sucker for it <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Can, mm, mm, mm. I, how far into your group read of Silver Flames are you? Can oh, I, oh, oh, yeah. No, oh. go ahead. Go no, ahead. We yeah, spoil yeah, yeah. Silver Flames. We spoil. Yeah. When we Spoiler talk. Yeah. Things? When we talk about it, we reference like the end of the book and everything. We yeah. let people know if you're listening to Silver okay. Flames. Yeah, you're good. Love the series. Love the book. You're gonna like this, man. I was pissed. Pissed that they were made. What? No! Pissed. No! Because, because Nesta is awful, and I love her, but she's awful, and I wanted him to love her anyway. I wanted him to be like, I just love you. Not, you're my mate. 
I was pissed. I see and, what she's saying. Like, okay, okay, this is Sarah who truly believes her husband is her mate. Like, oh. of course they're mates, Lexi. Of course. But I wanted him to be like, it has nothing to do with anything predestined. It has nothing to do okay. with it. It's an intellectual I see decision to be with you despite your bad crap because I love you. Not like there's this so almost, thing in my blood that I can't control. Almost like we would have all, like all of that build up with their relationship and have him, when, when the mating bond kind of snapped in place, have him just instead say like, I love you and acknowledge that. And then maybe, what if it, what if that happened? And then maybe like a little later on or years, I mean, they're high fae, they live a long, long time. Then it snaps into place. Would that be good? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. See, I okay, so, like, this now makes me scared for book two because, like, <laughs> you don't seem like the mating bond person, but I'm a sucker for bonds. I literally, I'm not even going to lie, earlier today when we were talking, I was like, Matt, it's not necessarily a mating bond. And though. I said, but I love bonds, so it doesn't matter. It happened. <laughs> now I'm a little scared. <laughs> And I also was like, she definitely wasn't given all, of, obviously wasn't given all of the information before, like, entering the bond. And she literally was like, it's a bond. It's a bond! I don't know! I'm like, I'm like that. I'm just like that. It is. It is a bond. And, um, you know, like, I feel like, like, there's a, there's like a, a connection mm -hmm. and like the things you feel and the emotions that you're experiencing and even like extreme, like, physical sensations. So, um, so there's definitely, like, it's, it's there. Well, it's and that's what like blew there. my mind. That's what even made like as I loved how you ended it, not just with like the betrayal at the end, and we're like, okay, they're bonded, and like the implications of it. You kind of fleshed it out where uh, at the end when Bree's literally leaving the palace, right? And also, I love that she's like a storm of darkness and rage. I was like, yeah, I, I do love that twist. I was oh, like, oh, I love that. There we go. I know. I was like, I cannot wait for her to just like wreak havoc. But it's like in, in all of that is right at the end where we get that you drop the bomb of like she can literally feel like Bash's emotions too as she's walking away down the bond. And I was like, oh, oh, that's that, that, that makes it so much worse. It makes it so much worse. But then I'm also like, and then the back of my mind, I'm like, you could have some fun with that. I'm just saying like, so I was like, okay, here we are. But I tell you what, that that ending, that was one I literally, like, read it, and you ha I had to, like, close the book, and I just, like, sat there quietly. For, like, a couple minutes, I was like, huh. so I just like, need, you like, saw something coming. Here. I just need, like, a hint here. So, like, you know, it's called These Twisted Bonds, you know, book two. So does the bond come into play a lot? Because I, I am... It, yeah, it can't not. Uh -huh. I mean, yeah. like, yes. if you... I just if want to read about it. Complicated, if you have a complicated relationship uh -huh. with someone, as you can imagine after yeah. what has transpired, and you can feel their emotions mm -hmm. and what they're going through, and I mean, like, it it, it can't not play a part. Yeah. It, it has to play a part. I would like to um, know, though. Bonds is plural. Oh. Bonds is plural. Hmm. Oh. That just yeah, clicked like in my head. Don't read too much into that. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> I was just thinking of the one bond. I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on I'm the sorry. original bond here. I'm really excited. I was like, wait a second. I know. I'm the oh, gosh. Tuesday. I'm going to have to do what I, uh, I tend to do on release days and be like, sorry, work. I've got doctor's appointments all day. I was going to say call in. I do it. I've, I've done it multiple times. Not even going to lie. I'm like, yep, I've got We've meetings. had several sorry. book release doctor's appointments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My uh, my sister is a nurse at a surgery center, and um, one of their anesthesiologists is a big fan of my romances, and she's since retired but one day kim is at the office or at the, the surgery center and she's like scrolling through her facebook and she's like oh alexia has a release today and jackie the anesthesiologist was like oh, i would have called in if i'd realized it was today <laughs> <laughs> never mind the people who need you for their surgery no no thank you wait it's fine it's fine <laughs> priorities priorities uh, yeah, <laughs> Okay, so do we get to see more of Jass in book two? Because, like, I felt like, you know, we, we all, she went after the sister. Like, you know, Brie was, like, all about Jass. Like, I got to save my sister, save my sister, save my sister. And then I was like, man, this feels like a buildup into, like, 
book two? Like, are we going to see more? Um, she does not play as big of a part in book okay. two as she would have in book three had I been allowed to make it a trilogy. Okay. Uh, okay. So, like, my publisher is like, yeah, duology. People get, like, serious fatigue. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever. Um, but she also, like, there are reasons, oh, right? Okay, there okay, are, okay. She, she's just been through this horrible mm-hmm. trauma. And as a result, sweet girl who used to just Hope. think that, that they were pretty harmless mm-hmm. now is terrified of them. Oh. And she does not know that her sister has become one of oh. them. So there are, you know, like, yeah. Brie isn't going to change. She still wants to protect her sister. Okay. Um, so that's part of the reason that mm-hmm. she's not on the page as much. But you definitely still see her. She's definitely still super important to Brie because that's yeah. not going to change. Um, but in general, I feel like she didn't get time to become... <laughs> She was still all that she was in my head. But again, mm-hmm. I don't get to stand over reader's shoulders. Yeah. So um, I can't, like, officially say anything. But I have plans for her. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. I'll just cross my fingers over here spoilery. on the side. Yeah. Yeah, I apologize if that's spoilery. Nah, we're good. That's nah, fine. that was a good one. I just, I loved, like, even from the beginning is, like, Jazz was just, like, the embodiment of, like, hope. I was, like, kind of, like, yeah. envious because yeah. I, I tend to be a little pessimistic. So I'm, like, anybody mm-hmm. like that, I'm, like, wow. Like, you're, that energy, I'm, like, <laughs> I love that. And, like, even in the beginning when they're under the god-awful, oh, God, they're cousins. That beginning, I was sitting there, I was, like, can we just kill them? Can they die? And I was, like, probably not. Probably not. That's a little extreme. <laughs> but even, even then, I felt like she was such a good balance to Brie too in like how you know like Brie was uh, a little badass like with her stealth and thievery and every I was like okay okay I like this and knowing that like it was for her sister and her sister just was always there to keep her like from the edge of I don't want to say edge of despair but you know what I mean like keep her like grounded really so yeah throughout the whole time especially with the Unseelie King and like oh she's fine I was like you better be you better not be lying. And then, of course, we knew. I knew. I was like, they're uh, so core. Like, it's probably not what it appears. And then, sure enough, I was like, no. Now, I have one thing, and it was what I was talking to Mads about when you uh, joined. And again, I'm sure it's probably like you probably can't act, like tell us too much. I more want to know, like, is it addressed? Is and apologies, I can't remember right off the bat the the name of the the monster creature. But when Bree's attacked, and Finn heals her. One of Finn's companions is like, are you going to, like, acknowledge what you did tonight? And he just shuts all that down. And I'm sitting there. I was like, I feel as though I don't have all the information here yet. Uh, This feels important. Like, that's tabbed. Like, for me and my Kindle, I was like, highlight, highlight. What is this? What is this? Do we get, is that maybe? Yeah, so that's when she's attacked by the Slua, right? Yes, that's it. Yeah. Ew, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm like, you know. The, <laughs> I do it all the time with hand gestures. I do it all the time. So, I mean, like, uh, if we're speaking in book one spoilers, mm-hmm. um, like, just like, you can see why his comrades would be like, yeah. why didn't you just let her die? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, okay. yeah, absolutely it is uh, a point of conversation. Okay, okay. That's why I was like, I don't know. I tend to get kind of paranoid, especially when in books like this where I'm like, betrayal, betrayal, plot twist, plot twist. I get really paranoid and I'm like, is am I reading too much into this? I don't know. But I, that's another thing is Finn and his like uh, merry band of misfits or I, I don't even know how to describe him per se is yeah, I yeah. love the dynamics there. I'm sure I'm like... All of the arc reviews I've read is like, ooh, we get a lot of Finn, and I'm, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm for that. I love that, but I'm like, do I get all of his like companions, his friends too? Because yes. their whole, I love their dynamics. Yeah, yeah, you do, um, and you get a lot of Misha, who you haven't met on the page yet, and he's okay. one of my favorites for sure. He's ooh. the king of the Wild Fae Court. Um, so yeah, I mean, like one of my favorite lines at the beginning is she's like, what? You're, who are you? I don't need to be involved with another 
your favorite prince? And he's like, hello, I am a king. Like, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? That's really going to set the mood. So, that is. <laughs> I love, I love Brie like, no more fairy princes. No more. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> she was probably enough. Yeah, two's enough. Two's yeah. enough. Two's enough. Especially at this stage with all of the history. Two's enough. Two's enough. Oh, gosh. Um, One of the other things I was curious about is with Bree's character, we kind of talked about, like, inspiration for the story. Did you kind of have any inspirations for Bree's character? Because she is, like, there. she's such a good uh, female main character, and you love her. You, I love how she's just, like pretty much no sense of self-preservation when it comes to like she'll put her sister above herself she's gutsy the stealth um and she especially like the twist with at the end where uh with the crown where he's like oh they have they have to be back where they belong and she right she's like fine and the freaking i just imagine like a strut up to that throne of like okay like when she sits i'm like okay is she's so good and there are times where you like want to shake her for being like too trusting or in the moments where you're like no this is when you should trust them yeah. such a rounded she, t- character like yeah in my mind she's just like a an angry pissed off cinderella like you take cinderella oh. but instead of her being like oh let me talk to the mice and the birds she's like fuck this shit like sorry oh, i sorry. love no, that no, 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 no. i love that an angry pissed off cinderella i love this. oh what a mood yeah. it's i yeah yeah i think i like that <laughs> yeah, even I, more like, I like that. Yeah, the angry. Yep, yep. I do, like, because she, it, like, there are so many times where I was, in, especially with, like, the trust, where I was like, girl, you're being way No too wonder you like good. her so much. Angry, pissed off Cinderella. But, like, that's, like, your bread and butter. Uh, I would be best friends with her, I'm sure. I'm sure. We'd be I having some discussions. Behind the scenes little thing. I had a lot more Cinderella stuff in there in the first draft and my editor was like, eh, we really and it was it was wise. She's very smart. The the cuts we made were necessary. Um but of course I was playing with it a lot more and so like yeah, I don't I don't I don't need to get into it. But um I like playing with old fairy tales, you know, mm-hmm. like it's it's a lot of fun. And like who hasn't rewritten Cinderella? Obviously we it's oh, been yeah. done and done but that's what's fun like you can keep mm-hmm. I, I'm a romance writer we take tropes that have been done a thousand times and we do them a little bit different and you learn that it doesn't really matter if a hundred people have written this trope mm-hmm. plus this trope because the characters themselves make it a totally different experience oh I any any retelling fairy tale uh Greek god retellings any any type of oh, retelling yeah. I'm here for it. So I Yeah, you mentioned Katie Roberts. She's like running with that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, she She's so much the, Oh I am though, because it's like you said, is the you kind of get the core and you're like, oh okay, but then it is. It's the author's individual twists or their interpretation like you said, like interpretations. Yeah. Like everybody interprets it differently. So I I personally like the retellings. I'm always here for a retelling. Always. Mads is if it has a happy ending. <laughs> I, I, okay, so, like, what I really appreciate about your books is they are the more higher uh, YA slash new adult romance books right. where, like, we actually get some romance. <laughs> I'm like, thank yeah. you. I appreciate that so hard. <laughs> that uh... Well, I'm, I'm like a romance girl at my core. It's funny, when I, uh, we announced the sale of the series and, my brother Danny, I have four brothers, but my brother Danny was like so excited and like, oh, this is so cool that you're doing this. And then I keep on having to be like, I'm not doing this instead. I'm doing this in addition to like, I'm not leaving romance. And so then we post the blurb and he was like, wait, wait, this, this still sounds like some like sexy, like true blood stuff. That's what he said. True blood <laughs> sexy, stuff. True blood blood like, stuff. No. Well, all the vampires. vampires in the book uh, really throw you off. <laughs> yeah, that's my unique take on fairy but um yeah so i was like i was like oh because of the romance it's like dude i'm gonna write romance till you pry my cold dead fingers from the keyboard <laughs> i love like anything i write is gonna ha- i just love it i just love it i don't care love love i'm judge here for me it. i love love judge so do all four of your brothers read your books um, I don't even know that all of them have read one. I know 
some of them have read some. Mm-hmm. I think my brother Aaron, who drew the map for fairy. Um, what? Yeah, the map in the I front of the book. That. My brother Aaron drew that. Yeah. Dang. So he, I think, read the book, uh, the first book, because, you know. Had to for the map. Like he, yeah. he drew the map. Um, and oh. my first release it was a paranormal romance called Stilettos Inc. It was like a super sexy Charlie's Angels with superpowers. Oh, and, I'm sorry. Uh, and we can't read these? We can't read these? Okay. Here's really my big reason. One, I was, I'm a much better writer now than I was then, but it was like, it, there are three of that, three girls. And the first two got their books before we abandoned the series and we're like, okay, people don't really want to read about kick-ass heroines. I don't know why. Um, and so we abandoned the series. So I'm like, I could revise and like republish those, but I'm going to get so much email about when's the third girl getting her book. And I'm very much a forward focused kind of author. Like, I don't want to go back and write the third book in a series that we wrote in. Uh, that makes sense. 2009. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so um, my brother Josh read at least part of that. And I know Danny read at least part of that, too, because he's tried to give me a critique. And I was like, eh, eh. <laughs> Shush. Don't. <laughs> You're not allowed. Um so, yeah, because there are people I can get feedback from on my romances. My brothers aren't on that list. No. And I don't think my brother Eric would touch anything. He's my oldest brother. Uh, and I don't think he would touch anything I wrote with a 10-foot pole because he'd be too, like, <laughs> awkward and uncomfortable about it. <laughs> You're a better person than me because I'm telling you right now, if, ever, if I ever wrote a book, I've even said this to uh, my, my family before, is I'm like, if I wrote a book every holiday, Christmas, birthdays, you're getting a copy of my, my book. That's it. I'm just gonna <laughs> shove it down your throat there and be like, have my book. But then I'm like, uh, then again, I'm like, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Especially like when I have family members, like my mom will be like, what should I read next? What are you reading? And I'm like, mm, I don't feel comfortable giving you what I'm reading. I don't need to know that you're reading this while I'm reading this. Like, no. So like, yeah. I can see that too. I can see that. I too. have a couple romances that I'm like, okay, mom, I appreciate your support, but you're not reading this one. <laughs> Yeah, you're like okay. Like let's, my let's reckless in real back. series is a little. Whew, like you can't, you can't read this one. I'm yeah, sorry. Let's, let's bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say, speaking of which, uh, Mads and I, when we've been looking, you know, at the the arc reviews and everything like that, um, we're we're seeing that there's a, a a very large consensus that this second one is much steamier. Can you confirm? Yeah, I can think so but i am seeing that a lot myself um well i don't want to say too much yes we'll just say yes it is yes Um, no complaints here (laughs) it was funny because i one of my biggest struggles revising this book is that they didn't want it to be as long as i wanted it to be because you know they were like write it in two books and i was like fine i'll just write a hundred and eighty thousand word book whatever (laughs) and then they were like no no we don't want it much longer than the first and i was like what it'd be like i'm like three quarters of the way through writing it then what you know what um and so they're like getting me to cut and cut and cut and cut and then they come back on the last round of revisions and they're like Okay, I know we keep trying to get you to cut, but we think that there needs to be a, I say we because my initial editor left and then I had two. It was a whole thing. Um, down to one again, thank God. I prefer it that way. Um, but she was, they were like, we think maybe you need to add a love scene here. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like I thought I was making it complain. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, well, no complaints. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, Okay. My daughter is 11 and she read the first book. And I do, when I think about her reading the second book, I am a little more like, oh, so maybe, maybe a little steamier. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited. You guys, most 11 year olds probably shouldn't read the series. I just, full disclosure, (laughs) I am not a censorship mom. I don't want you to be like, oh, I haven't read it, but, like, she let her 11-year-old read it, so I'm going to give it to my 10-year-old and then, like, write me hate mail because your kid was exposed to things that you don't think are appropriate. (laughs) Like, 
proceed with caution, know your child, know what they're comfortable with and not comfortable with. My daughter talks about everything. We have conversations about everything. She's obsessed with the vampire diaries. Like, oh, she's, oh, yes. and she's fine. Oh yeah. She's good. She's good. If, yeah, she's, she's fine. if she's read the vampire diary books or even like seen the show. Yeah. She's good. She's fine. Yeah, She's just watched the show. I haven't gotten her into the book. She's like, uh, they're, they're solid. They're, they're solid. Yeah. yeah. They're very, yeah. I was going to say they're different from the show. Yeah. It, it's it's the Elena's character at the beginning of the first book. I haven't read them either, uh, but Elena reads so much different. In the show, she's like sweetness and light, and like not sweetly. She's sad. She's sad girl, but she's yeah. a good girl. Yeah. And in the beginning of the first book, at least, she's like kind of mm, not that edgier. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. she's edgier. She like kind of out for herself, and um, yeah, and I, yeah, I don't know if my daughter was like jiving with that, but. Mm. Yeah, it's okay. it, she reads other stuff. She's fine. I was gonna say because I was one. I, I guess just like with the timing for how I was, I read the book, the first book before the show dropped, and I okay. did. I liked. I immediately in the show was like, "This seems. I like this more." So that's that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sometimes the changes they make in adaptations do. Yeah, help. they do work. Like, yeah. Sometimes they really do. Um, like they. Yeah. Like. I always like to say, like, Harry Potter. I had so much trouble envisioning Quidditch, and then I saw it on the screen, and I was like, look! Quidditch! There it is. (laughs) There there we go. (laughs) Um, So, is it safe to say that in the future, there's definitely more fantasy coming along? Yes. Okay. Yes. I I feel like I should also put out there, it'll probably be a while. That's fine. That's fine. As long uh, as it's still coming. Yeah, like, Probably 2023, there won't be a fantasy release from me, but okay. shortly thereafter, there will be, um, yes. because I, I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying it, but um, yeah, traditional publishing, not worth getting into why, but yeah, yeah, I want to do more, and I am making it happen. So. Great. That's so Love exciting. That. Now we have things to look forward to. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited. TBR for 2024 funny. already has a book. There we go. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> So what is kind of with your writing? What's kind of your typical when you're in you because you said you're you're uh, in the middle of your next contemporary romance. What's a typical day like for you of like right when you're in the writing process? Oh, dear. Um, my life has been like such upheaval lately. Like, oh, sorry. I'm going to make it serious for a second. My dad has oh. dementia and his oh. girlfriend, who was also his caregiver, died at the beginning of November. And so oh. even though I am not his, like, day-to-day care- caregiver, I moved him to assisted mm-hmm. living. I am his, like, decision-maker, yeah. his power of attorney, all those mm-hmm. things. And so I've had to deal with his properties and deal with, like, all of that. Um, so my life's been kind of weird, and there's been nothing, like, normal about it. And before that, mm-hmm. we were, like, still in, like, weird COVID schooling times. Yeah. Like, with they were in school, they were out of school, they were here, mm-hmm. they were not here. Um, so I feel like it's been a good two and a half years since I've had anything resembling normal. Um, but in my ideal world, I write for about three hours every day, uh, okay. Monday through Friday. I'm not a seven day a week writer until I get close to the deadline and I have left myself no choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Uh, but right now I'm definitely writing every single day. Um, but I, my contemporary romance is self-published. So, um, okay. and, and for now that's the plan. It's just financially doesn't really make sense to mm-hmm. give it to a publisher. Um, yeah. Most of my readers are digital. And so there's a lot of um, administrative work on the back end of that. So oh, okay. a big chunk of my work week, at least half, if not more than half is non-writing tasks, whether it be promo that could be for the traditional stuff or the indie stuff or mm-hmm. like, you know, back end, back matter creation or planning marketing Mm -hmm. or planning. So yeah, I'm, I'm past the point in my career where most of it is just writing and gotten, I've gotten kind of to the point where writing is uh, sometimes the smallest part of my work day. Uh, But I like it to be part of my work day. The days that it's like, oh, gee, I remember when I used to write. (laughs) I I think I write books, but I'm just not sure. Yeah, yeah. I, like I don't this stuff with my dad, you know, like the truth of the matter is writing is a very emotionally taxing job. Mm-hmm. And I do not resent that at all. I love it. That's why I love it. Um, but I had like nothing left to give for months. I mean, yeah. I barely wrote for months. And 
it, I was like, who am I? Like, I don't even, mm-hmm. I, I think I still know how to do this, but it was, it's terrifying. Like, this is so much like yeah. how I identify who I am. It was really scary. And so I've just like recently gotten back to decent weekly word counts and, mm-hmm. and regularly sitting down at the keyboard. It's like such a relief. Oh, I still know how to write. That's oh. good. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I was going to say, um, that's like to keep a regiment and then have like kind of the back end. You're not just an author. That's business woman. You are a like yeah, entrepreneur yeah. business woman too. Yeah. I mean, and other, other authors are like, oh yeah, obviously. But like when I refer to like, I'll be like, my husband owns a business mm-hmm. and I'll say, you know, we each own a business. So it's tough to look at me like, I thought you were a writer. And it's like, well yeah but like I also yeah own a business you know like so like yeah, right it's your now own brand, really. like, I didn't love the offers I was getting from Germany for um my Jackson Harbor series which is my most popular mm-hmm. series so I'm like okay you know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pay translators to do it for me and self-publish my German and so like that's nothing new for indie authors to be doing but it's new for me mm-hmm. so I'm like formatting German books and uploading German and you know like There's just a lot and you're constantly making decisions and yeah, it's for sure like running a business and I'm grateful for it, but, um, it's, uh, it's a lot. Sometimes I get decision fatigue, you know? Yeah. I'm a mama. I make a lot of decisions like for my family on a day to day basis. And sometimes like I get done with my work day and I go upstairs and it's like, if I have to make one more choice today, (laughs) If one person asks me, me what what's for dinner. For, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you tell me what you want for dinner because I cannot make one more. Like, I don't care if it's something I hate. I will make it and move on with my life. Uh, but, it's, you know, like happy to do the work. Just don't want to have to make one more decision. So I'm really yeah, glad you sure. brought that up because I feel like people do not talk about like decision making fatigue enough because that's. I, I'm, I'm a lawyer, so, like, I'll have really, really, like, stressful work weeks. And I tell you what, by even, like, Thursday afternoon, one person asked me if I'm in the office, hey, where would you, you want to get coffee? And I'll be like, yeah, sure. And they'll be like, where do you want to go? I'm like, never mind, I'm out. No. Unless you choose, I'm out. Like, something yeah. as simple as that. Like, it's a very real thing. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's something that you, like, you always go to the same spot, it's fine. Yeah. But if it's, like, you yeah. actually have to make a decision, like, oh, let's do something new for dinner. Let's go somewhere new. I'm like, no. No. Unless you, know, you already you, have a picked out reservation and have the menu yeah, for me. You, you know? needed to ask me at eight o'clock this morning before yeah. my brain was done making choices. Yeah. It, and it's such, it's such a silly little thing, but it's real. Like it is. Oh, it is. So real. And you just, yeah. It's, and, it, and especially when you're talking about like emotional exhaustion, it's just like, nope, no more decisions for me today. No. I'm out. <laughs> okay. So I have to ask, um, because I only knew you from, you know, your fantasy works but so we have contemporary romance what what kind of tropes we looking at here like what what kind of what kind of contemporary we looking at (laughs) i love 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 triangles my like goal in life even before i wrote the these hollow vows duology was to make everyone who says i hate love triangles but i like this one um so i write a lot of small town contemporary romance but sexy, sexy, small town. Um, That's how we prefer it. So this is good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I, uh, love triangles. I have two different amnesia stories. uh, An amnesia love triangle is like my ultimate crack. If I could find a way to, to like, my Here and Now series is actually three books about one love triangle. It's uh, a girl who (laughs) wakes up in the hospital and she's like, oh my gosh what the heck? I can't, what you say, it's this yeah. date. I, my last memory is two years ago. And oh my gosh, there's an engagement ring on my finger. I'm engaged to this guy that I've crushed on my whole life. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I own, you're telling me I own this business that I've always wanted. And look at my body. I've lost all this weight. Oh my gosh, look how lucky am I? My life's amazing. And then she goes home and she goes to bed in the middle of the night. This other guy falls in bed with her and he's like, I missed you. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh I'm my god I'm already intrigued I I only know like three sentences of this and I'm like well let me fucking download this <laughs> I just love the Wayne in bed is free on Kindle right now go grab it oh oh, oh. bye okay no, okay just go, just go grab it it's called Lost in Me first book in the here it's a cliffhanger you've been warned that's fine as long as I know going is the, in is the full series out oh yeah yeah 
Okay, cool. cool. Okay. Blake okay. does that to herself all the time. Oh, Blake, <laughs> look at the cover. I'm in. <gasps> Sold. Oh, I love the the font, that color and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got Sold. that written down. Yep. Yep. Hopefully my Kindle will connect to the internet uh, so I can download it. I had to get a new Kindle for Prime Day, and of course it won't be here till August, so. Oh, no. Did you get the uh, paper white? I did. So I currently have the um, the Oasis because I like I have really small hands, so I like the like ergon uh, the ergonomical design of the Oasis. So I was like, okay, I've splurged a little. It's less Mads. I think it's. I love that I'm asking Mads when I bought something because we're so in tune yeah. with each other. It's less than a year, isn't it? Oh, like my it is definitely less than a year old. I know you effed it up. Yeah, I did. I know it. you did. You probably got mad and threw it. <laughs> Look okay, at me. Well, the- here I am, like, <laughs> analyzing the book covers over here in this series. I'm like, oh, man, I got to know, got to know. But, um, no, I got, uh, like, a month or two, I think it was about two months ago, it just randomly doesn't connect to the internet, like, my Wi-Fi, so I can't download anything. And I'm like, I can't, like, it'll work. cool. It'll work, like, every couple of days. So, like, when it does, like, my husband has frantically heard me, like, it's working! And I'm, like, downloading <laughs> Download and buying, like, everything at once. And so, like, for Prime Day, he did. He um, he was like, babe, they have a really good deal on this this new Paperwhite. This sing- it's, like, Paperwhite Signature or something, like, Signature Edition. Oh. No, I oh. called you and told you about this. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you did. And then I was when he was, he, like, was, like, next to me because he pulled it up. Like, you were the one that called me and put it in my head. And I was like, oh, okay. And then Ian was already looking at something else. And he was like, babe, the deal's still going. And I was like, oh, okay. And then it wasn't until I, like, ordered it. And, like, you know how they give you, like, the summary? It was, yeah. like, delivery August 9th. And I was like, what? Yeah. It's, like, almost a month away. I was like, what happened to two-day delivery? I know. I was like, oh, what is this? thing in the past, girl. Oh. Well, I sent the link to our Patreon community because now I kind of want to oh, read it with everyone. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank oh, gosh, yeah. Nah, now I'm ready. I hope you love it. I hope you I'm, love I'm it. so ready to be fucked up by a love triangle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's so twisty because it's the amnesia. It's just like, I, I'm like obsessed. I wrote that because I was obsessed with retrograde amnesia. I don't know how mm-hmm. I've lived most of my life only... Like, I watched The Muppets when I was a kid, when Kermit has oh, okay, amnesia, yeah. and he doesn't remember his oh, name, yeah. he doesn't, so, like, that was the kind of amnesia that I was familiar with, global amnesia, and then I started listening, I happened to listen to this presentation, and somebody was talking about retrograde amnesia, and I'm like, wait a second, so, like, you remember yeah. all your life up to X point, oh my gosh, imagine if you, like, totally changed, so, yeah. Okay. I hope That's you love like, it. um... What is there's um I'll have to think of it. There's another one that I read like recently, and, but it's not Madison. It's not it is not necessarily happy ending. Romance. Whoa, like, okay, I'm thriller. out. I'm out because that's what's that's what freaks me out is a lot of retrograde um, amnesia stories. They're always like creepy thrillers, you know. Like uh, Apple has like a new show coming out where this woman has like uh, retrograde amnesia, and like the trailer. I mean, I'll watch it, but it looks like it's <laughs> one it's that I know going in. Out. It's gonna freak me out. Where like. It's like she's like realizing that like it it seems to indicate that her husband and like her perfect life is actually not what it seems and like she's gonna like that he like actually was the one that tried to kill her or something and then it like feeds in there's somebody else that's trying to kill her and I'm just like hmm. but it definitely it definitely does so we know what you're doing oh no it definitely but but it was like the the trailer itself I was like I don't think this is gonna have a happy ending. I was like, oh gosh, and like the tra- it was creepy, and like, and like it ended where like the the woman, like the main character, literally randomly flipped slipped into a British accent at the end of the trailer. She answered somebody. She had a British accent, and I was like, what? There and I go. literally replayed the trailer. I was like, she did not have that accent. So I'm like, I'm very intrigued by that one, but I don't remember what it's. It's a Apple TV one. Mm. So if you like retrograde and amnesia, that's a show. To, it's a surface, maybe. Hang on, let me look really quick. Okay, and then I'll ask one final question here. Okay, <laughs> this might put you on the spot. So okay. these twisted bonds. If you had a mm-hmm. word that you wanted to tease for everyone, Ooh. what would you pick? Angst. Oh my oh. god! Oh, you had that ready to go too, man. Oh. You were like, oh yeah, okay. Oh man, okay. Yeah. Breathing heavy. Yep, I gotta... definitely. Definitely uh, putting some meetings on my calendar for work. Uh, <laughs> there we go. 
there we go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, my last question, because we're always curious and it sounds like you, you have a pretty hectic, uh, schedule right now is, uh, what are you currently reading? Oh goodness. Um, I love that question because I love reading. I mm. am currently reading two books, uh, very normal okay. for me to listen to one and have one on my Kindle because I like to read before yep, bed. Yep. Um, so I'm wrapping up the audiobook for the Atlas Six, which has been a Ooh. trip in a way I did not expect. And I'm reading Tessa on my Kindle, Tessa Bailey's My Killer Vacation. Yes. Okay. Oh, Isn't it spicy? I right? like, I like, I like. Yeah, For being it's, such uh, a short book, that's a, she packed the punch with the spice in that one. It was good. Yeah, yeah. I'm very much, very much enjoying that. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm Oh, that's a now. killer combo. I love that because I always have a physical book and a Kindle book. Um, I'm trying to get myself yeah. more into audiobooks. I have a very bad problem of, like, when I do audiobooks, I tend to, like, if I'm writing or doing something, I start typing out or speaking out loud, like, what I hear. Yeah. And like I can I get like I, I have to get better at it. I'm starting to do more walks and runs outside now, so I'm hoping to get back into it. But so then I'll have yeah. three books going. For me, but it you're like me as where like it's... a car thing. Like I listen in the car mm -hmm. and I couldn't do fiction at first because I've been a reader forever and of course I always read yeah. physical books and then I switched to the Kindle. I actually got my first Kindle, not even to buy Kindle books, but so I could read I had a keyboard Kindle because I'm old. Um, and so I could read my friend's manuscripts on it. I didn't want to sit at the computer oh, and read their manuscripts. Yeah. Um, and then I discovered reading on the Kindle oh, yeah. and how awesome yeah. that was. And like my old teacher eyes from all that grading were like, it's like, oh, I can crank up the font. Yes. The addiction is yeah. so, uh, so So audio, like I, I started when I was driving, sometimes when I was working out. Um, mm -hmm. and I started with a lot of nonfiction because I just don't care if I miss something. I'm not a huge <laughs> nonfiction reader, but there are just a few Same. books that I'll want to read. Um, and then I like slowly ease. And now like we are like the most antisocial family. Like we'll all walk around doing our chores, you know, like we clean the yep. kitchen or vacuuming or whatever. And we all have our earbuds in and we'll try yep. to talk to each other. It's like, wait, wait a second. I got pause. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yep. There's like the utmost respect for the fact that you're probably listening to a book while you're doing that in the same room as me. And that is just fine. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that's funny. I like the, uh, dichotomy there between the Alice six and then my killer, uh, vacation. Yeah. Cause that's Madison makes fun of me is my Kindle will be like just the smuttiest, like cutest rom-com or something or like dark romance. And then I'm reading like YA fantasy or like something like completely different physical. And yeah. I'm like, that is because the Kindle is at night. You do. I, cause my uh, over like my like nightlight, I have to get up and reach to turn it off. And I'm just oh, like, nope, I, I gotta have my Kindle I, at night. Yeah. I can't. I, if I have to like reach to turn off a light, I might not fall asleep after. And I can't risk that. That's so. how I am. I, I actually lost my first paperweight when I was traveling and like, I, oh, like no. I'd left it at a hotel, I'm pretty sure. And then I put it on my Christmas list and my uh, mother-in-law got me a new one, which was super sweet of her, but I forgot to put that I want the front lit one. And so it was oh. one that didn't light up and I was like, I have to use like my lamp. Like what? So oh. I bought myself a new one and I felt really bad because she just bought me this new Kindle and I was like, I can't I need the I need the light oh yeah self-care that goes under self-care yeah yeah that definitely yeah. goes under self-care um it I felt bad because it was totally my fault it wasn't that she did I put one on my list and it wasn't the right one it was that was my bad but uh yeah I've I, done that before I I, I I it's like my my light is right there you would think it's not even a big deal but I swear if I turn reach over to turn yep. it off or tell Alexa to turn it off because, you know, we're, we live in odd times. Then suddenly I'm <laughs> wide awake again. And then I'm like twiddling my thumbs in the dark. No, as soon as yep. my eyes are closed, I want to throw the Kindle on the end table and fall asleep. That's uh, my husband often laughs at me because the lamp is on my side of the bed. But if I'm back there reading on my Kindle and I'm like, oh, OK, it's time for bed. I'll like time it because he's always up usually later than me, especially in the summer because he, he's a teacher. So in the summer he's like, ha ah, the night is mine. <laughs> and like. He'll come back and, like, check on me or he'll, like, uh, certain of our dogs, I have five dogs, but, like, only two of them go in houses at night. And, like, Aww. they'll stay with me until he goes to bed. I will time it so that when he walks in, I'll be like, hey, babe, could you turn off the light on your way out? <laughs> and he'll literally be like, it's right there. For you. And I was like, yeah, 
right there. You're already up. You're already up. And he's like, you're ridiculous. And I'm like, yes, I am. But like, I am ridiculous. Oh, I love doggies too, though. Oh yeah, I got. I you ever, ever need a spare? I can learn. I, I can learn you one. I've got. I've got. I, I I love dogs, but I do just have the one. Um, y'all, okay. I'm just sorry. So so off topic. But if you are on TikTok and you haven't followed Bunny the dog on TikTok, yes, Matt, I, it's so it's it's, it's a doodle the most that has like some content that you're ever gonna see anywhere. Matt, I'm gonna flood you. With okay, them. wait. Um, I actually know about them because so Eric, um, didn't have social media, so he now casually uses mine, and all he does is watch <laughs> dog videos. So now my for you page is just dog videos, <laughs> you, and I'm you like, can't mess um, with your algorithm like that. I'm like, right. uh, <laughs> I think you might need your own. Like, I mean, like yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm over here for this is my book talk. Like, this is my this yeah. is my books, and like I'm over here getting flooded with like these dog videos, and I'm like. Okay, so it's, it's been great having you, but maybe not. You Did guys, you guys see the dog has the buttons that say the words. The so buttons, like she yes. communicates and she's just, or he, I don't know if Bunny's a he or she, I don't know. Uh, but don't just know, the actually. cutest, most wholesome content you're ever going to see. And I have a doodle, but my doodle, my daughter's like, buy the buttons, we can train her. And I'm like, she's not that smart. Like, she's, she's one of the dumbest oh, dogs i've ever met and i love her but like we're like not yeah. living up to the doodle rainbows and sunshine reputation. in the mind yes she's just like her tail's wagging she's happy she's always optimistic but she's not really all that smart <laughs> that's fair i've got two like that did you see the latest bunny video where um well, it was latest for me. I don't know. Because the For You page will show me things, and I think they're new, and they're yeah, not. Yeah. Uh, the one where she's, like, stranger. I just watched that <laughs> one! Matt, have you seen that one? And then, yeah, the end. Because the whole time I was like, is this going to go bad? The music no, and everything? Crazy. And then <laughs> I just, the look around. Stranger Oops. upstairs. <laughs> and then they go look, and the dog's, like, looking around, and then presses oops. Yeah, oops. I was dying laughing. Anyone listening who hasn't seen bunny videos probably thinks we're just, just nuts. But, like, it's a thing. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's a thing. This dog talks. I, I just love it so oops. much. <laughs> yeah. I won't get too too off topic it's with all right, that. No. But just, it's just, like, a, a now sincere I know. recommendation from Lexi's preferred side of TikTok. <laughs> Yep, yep. And Mad's accidental for you, man. Yeah. I just like can't even. Like he even like so he has my like Instagram too. Um, like my original one. Like I just put it on his phone so he could browse or something. And the reels that I'm getting now are just unfucking believable. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool. At least I know yeah, you're like. like At least I know you're personally. loyal. You're just watching these fucking dog videos. Like whatever. <laughs> not having social media if you just scroll through someone else's social media. <laughs> I I don't think he would know what to post. Like I don't you think he would know to, what to though. post. He tries to take yeah, pictures. Even... Wait. He took a Snapchat the other day and he's like, "Look, it's like you. It's aesthetic." Y'all, I can't even begin to describe this horrific photo that I was looking at and I was like, "If this is me, I'm like a little embarrassed." <laughs> like I'm like, uh, no, no, thanks. <laughs> thanks, but nah. His social media would literally just be reposting the dog videos. I really that think would it would. I thing. really think and, it would. Cause and I'm that's just like, fine. And he doesn't yeah, even post anything. He just needs to get off your algorithm. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't understand the importance of the algorithm. <laughs> okay, so important. My daughter, like I said, my daughter's 11. And we're walking through Barnes & Noble and she sees a spicy talk table. And she said, spicy talk. And I was like, you know, like spicy book, spicy book talk. And she was like, you're on a totally different side of TikTok than I am. <laughs> and I was like, I hope so. <laughs> That's uh, my husband and I, because we both, we're both, uh, TikTok takes hours of our lives. We know it's a problem. Uh, but, I like, had to put we it send, on my phone. I think I'm going to have to. Yeah, I really I am. I but like, we, we send them back and forth, right? Because yeah. I have like a personal and then we have one for the podcast on my phone. And I like if he sends me one, I have to make sure I open TikTok first, go onto my personal one because when you when you press it from things, it'll open it, and I'm like, this better, this can't interfere with the book talk algorithm. Yeah, but it would. I mean, we send them back and forth, 
and I, I tell you what, every now and then I will, like, if he's, like, sitting next to me, I'll just, like, scroll through his For You page. Our For You pages, it's, like, one in every 20 videos would be the same, where I'm, like, oh, I saw this one already. But the others, even though we're always, like, sending them back and forth, I'm, like, we are on completely different TikToks. Yeah, it's, it's and I'm really like, oh. eye-opening how different it is. Okay, can, yeah. I, I, I need one more story. Can I, do you guys have time oh, for yeah. one TikTok story? Oh, yeah. And, and uh, do we have a mature audience here? We do I have can, a mature audience. Oh, audience. gosh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, you're good. So um, my daughter is 11. Last summer, she was 10. She was uh, on TikTok, but private account. That's my thing. Like, I don't want strangers mm-hmm. to see your face. So, like, her fan page is where she makes, like, video edits of Vampire Diaries or whatever. I don't care. As long as your face isn't on there, that can be public. But she has private account where she'll do like makeup mm-hmm. and videos, videos and stuff. Because uh, I don't want strange, creepy men to be like, "Hey, honey, I'm a mm-hmm. twelve-year-old uh, girl who lives down the street from you." You know, um, yeah. Because there are evil people in the world, y'all. So yeah. last summer, my husband ended up getting COVID, so he was quarantined in the basement, and the rest of us were spending our lives upstairs. And he doesn't have TikTok. But he has the app on his phone. Like, he doesn't have his own account. Mm-hmm. But he has the app on his phone because I'll send him TikToks. Usually yeah. really dirty and inappropriate TikToks. Like, this is a funny joke. <laughs> and um, so, so my daughter does the, the trick where you, like, light the candle, blow it out, and then you light the smoke and the candle lights again and records it on her Ooh. TikTok on her private page, sends it to my husband and as a text – and all of a sudden, from downstairs, I hear, babe, what did Mary just send me? Well, because he doesn't have an account, he didn't doesn't follow her, so he can't see what she just sent from her private account. So all it did was it automatically loaded what was next in queue for the algorithm for what he usually watches. So she sends him this TikTok link. TikTok's like, nope, private account, you can't see her, what's next? And it pulls up this TikTok where it's like, eating pussies the same sorry y'all eating pussies the same as eating barbecue if you have it all over your face you know you're doing it right and she's like (laughs) i'm dead i'm so dead (laughs) your husband your poor husband's probably like what What is happening one that it's very like you don't censor like whatever she talks to us about things this is fine i let her she loves doja cat she listens to doja cat so she opens yes this, love opens doja this, cat. and he's like okay this has gone too far <laughs> <laughs> she really just sent him a video of her lighting the smoke to make the candle light but he couldn't see it because he didn't have a tiktok I mean, it's even better. It's not better because he had COVID, but it's even better knowing he was like stuck on the basement. So he's like, like oh, my God, oh my God, oh my God. Come to the stairs. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm crying. Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, that's fantastic. That is so funny. And I apologize oh, wow. For body, you know. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're fine. You're fine. Honey, oh, you don't even know. Imagine his horror. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I feel it. Oh, TikTok really, really did that dirty there. I, Literally did I'm going to tell but... you, if Eric ever watches anything dirty, I'm going to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, your For You page is going to change. Be like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. He'd be yeah. like, how? Magic. And then magically he'd be like, oh, I need my own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, th- you ha- this has been fantastic. You're freaking hilarious. I love you. <laughs> Um, so guys, uh, in case you didn't, you know, catch on during this whole episode, uh, these Twisted Bonds, the finale to the wonderful, uh, duet by Lexi Ryan drops Tuesday, July 19th. Obviously this drops, uh, Sunday evening. So you've got less than 48 hours. So like, so if you haven't read it, now is the time to binge. Yes. Now is the time to binge because I'm telling you right now. You totally could. Oh yeah. If once you open these hollow vows, you don't really... Put it down. I mean, you should probably, okay, disclaimer, you should probably, you know, like, eat, sleep, and things like that. But, like, how much do you really need? Like, maybe reevaluate that and then just read. Um, But it comes out uh, July 19th. Um, 
All all formats, correct? They all drop oh, at the yeah. same time. Kindle, yeah. audio. The okay. only it's like I don't know when the foreign languages publish, so I don't know if you have any like Russian okay. or German readers who. Ironically, we have a lot um, of international readers. Yeah, this would yeah, be a really yes. really great way to. Uh, but like, so I don't know like when the Russian edition comes out. I don't know when the German edition okay. comes out. But like all the English formats, except for in Australia, I've seen posts that say it comes out oh. like on the twenty sixth in Australia. Which is strange because oh, so like that's through okay. my yeah a week later it's through my UK publisher and it drops on the nineteenth in the UK so I don't know why they're doing Australia dirty like that but I'm sure they did Australia reasons. dirty like that with Silver <laughs> Flames that's right yeah. I remember I remember people were having trouble getting it for like a hot huh. minute yeah that's, interesting that's really rough I well I'm um, sure any any Aussie listeners that. yeah sorry yeah sorry I mean you get to live in Australia that's pretty cool that's that's pretty cool like maybe sure that that's this is a give and take it. yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that does. Yeah, yeah, you have koalas, so you win. <laughs> um, but guys, seriously, uh, we cannot tell you enough to read these Hell of Vows and these Twisted Bonds. Uh, we will be reading it ASAP on Tuesday. Um, the Kindle pre-order they... is already ready. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yay, yeah. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. I'll I really appreciate your support. I appreciate you spreading the word about the series. This series, literally, if it hadn't been for readers and TikTokers and Instagrammers, I got like, I'm sure my publisher appreciates me talking dirty about them, but they gave me a pretty small print run out the gate. And then readers were like, but listen, but listen, but listen. And then the print sold out everywhere. And they were like, oh, we got to go back to print. Nice. And they went back to print and it wasn't enough. So then they went back to print and actually gave it a big print run. And that is the power of readers. Like, I am not kidding publishers guess at what they think a series is going to do, what they think a book is going to do. But if readers just go out and push it, they can, they, they make, they make it, they make it happen. So it's amazing. And I appreciate it. Well deserved. It's well deserved, and I can't wait to see uh, the reception to these twisted bonds. I'm so ready because I'm sure I'm so ready. So excited for you guys to read it. <laughs> um. So guys, again, read. Just go read. Um. And we hope you have a, a great week. Again, this is dropping uh, Sunday. And um, as always, guys. XOXO the cadre. Bye.